0: sans pants radio
1: australia's most american podcast network hey what's pacman everybody welcome to the cynical cartoons podcast where today i watched ace lightning with my friend jackson bailey jackson uses he him pronouns If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at StopTweetingMia. Thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm here if you need to talk.
0: I've been
1: doing this show for five years, and I'm still, like, nervous every single time I sit down to, to talk on a microphone, <laughs> which is so weird.
2: I, I know what you mean. Like, I noticed this thing I do when we start recording where, like, I'll start, like, leaning back like this and then someone will start the episode and I'll just, like, immediately it's, like, and I'm Dart up, yeah. sh- changing posture.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I took my first vocal training class yesterday with like somebody that's gonna help me with like voice feminization stuff. That's so cool which I mean I'm sure people have noticed like gradual changes on the podcast. Oh yeah but it's one of those things that's hard to do on your own. Their like main advice for me was just don't be stressed out when you're trying to like use your feminine voice. Just be like calmer. I'm like I don't know yeah. if you've ever done comedy before, but um, <laughs> if you're not having a panic attack, you're not doing it right. Like I come from a source of anxiety, <laughs> and that's the only time I know that I'm being funny. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, I've definitely noticed it. Like compared to you know earlier episodes and stuff, even earlier episodes, you know since you came out, like totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just get scared sometimes because it's such an incremental thing. And then I like went back and I listened to an episode from right after I came out and started recording again. And I was like, I sound the same as I did nine months ago. What the fuck? But it's one of those things that it's like, well, I know a year from now I'm going to sound like what I want to sound like.
2: (laughs) Just absolutely. Being trans is hard. (laughs) Yeah. Look, that's probably also when you're you're in the thick of it, I guess, as well. Like, people on the outside can see the change, but I suppose when you're inside, like, focusing on it as right. much as you probably are.
1: Right, and I'm the one who edits the show. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. I because people have, recommend, like, told me, like, well, maybe you should, like, take a break from hosting the podcast for a year and a half until you're where you want to be. And I'm like, well... I I think this is the better way to do it like I don't want to like go away and then come back and be like look I'm perfect like this is I think a cooler thing for like queer people that listen to the show or anybody who's curious of like that's what it really sounds like I don't know
2: and it's I think it's gonna be really cool like when you are at a place where you're really happy with it to have a record of it over the last two years of your progress that's that's kind of awesome this is all so uninteresting
1: to people that tuned into this for Ace Lightning. <laughs> they're so excited to hear <laughs> us talk about their favorite show. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Who are these two chumps? What's this? is it Ace Lightning. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. Ace Lightning. Jackson, you, you watched this show growing up.
2: I did. Ace Lightning was... So when I was a kid, you'd come home from school. I think this would have been late. It was 2002. So, so
1: it was like simulcast in Australia and America and BBC probably.
2: Yeah, I think so. We got a lot of those weird like BBC Canada TV shows. I don't know why, but like a lot of our I'm, that that little symbol that's like this is a Canadian TV show. Right. We got so much of that uh yeah, like in, in Australia. But yeah, it would be like come home from from school, sit down. I think Ace Lightning was the show that came on before The Simpsons came on. So I got like I I know I haven't seen every episode of this show, but I feel like I've seen Most. I remember the many arcs of the show and the many, many characters they introduced over the, I think, two seasons that they had. I remember it being one of the first because I think at the beginning of season two or maybe halfway through season two, they introduce like a bigger villain. Right. Kilobite. Yeah. Who's like a squid man that lives in the Ferris wheel. It was like the first time I'd ever been like, whoa, like they've introduced a villain to show up the previous villain
1: Whoa. well well that was kind of a common thing I think in like the the late 80s early 90s because like all of these shows would introduce this villain at the beginning that was so incredibly incompetent and just silly like the one in this show is Lord doom and yeah. it's like his name is Lord doom but he's like a big <laughs> <Yeah>. gay skeleton <laughs> that just like (laughs) like prances around all the time and like just talks like fucking skeletor i think that happened with skeletor too right like skeletor got like a bigger villain that was like hordak or whatever his name was
2: yeah yeah absolutely it's like there's like a point when they're making a kid's show where they're like okay serious serious business now and all of a sudden but it's what it's such a fun thing to do because all of a sudden you're you're is his name mr doom lord lord doom Doom. yeah that's right his correct title um Like, oh no, now Lord Doom's like, oh man, I'm such a piss compared to Kilobyte. It's so exciting. I love Lord Doom. I love that every time Lord Doom moves, you can hear his bones cracking. Yeah, he's constantly like cracking his knuckles and
1: you're like, oh no, Lord Doom. (laughs) Well, it's kind of incredible what happens when you introduce, like, an actual, like, competent, scary villain when you have the goofy villain already. Yeah. Because then the goofy guy goes to, like, this place of absolute chaos where, like, Lord Doom is yeah, constantly... Yeah, He's, like, fucking tongue from the Harry Potter <laughs> books, and he's just, like, trying to claw his way back and, like, defeat Ace. And you're, like, buddy. Yeah. He's just, like, this crazy unknown quantity. <laughs> yeah.
2: There are some great character designs in this show. Not Ace Lightning. Ace Lightning just looks like a regular hot guy, I guess. <laughs> oh, so you you thought Ace Lightning was hot. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> now we're getting to something.
2: <laughs> now we're talking.
1: You're right. All the villains are, like, fucking crazy in this show. Like, immediately at the very beginning oh, yeah. of the show, they're like, here's everybody in the villain crew. It's, like, the gay eccentric skeleton man. A giant, like, rhino with an anvil hand, a woman that can shapeshift like a pig man. She's got
2: a s- uh, spider hat. Yeah. And, and, and a strange
1: head. There's one guy that's basically like Watto from The Phantom Menace, but like dressed up like a clown. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit, this show is great. <laughs> he
2: is Watto. Oh my God. They've done a great job of hitting all of those villain archetypes in like a. Yeah, yeah. You've got your your big, sort of like gay kind of uh, a theatrical bone man <laughs> which is sort of like for some reason a trope and uh-huh. you've Scale got of tour, of sultry f- yeah exactly sultry female second in command tough guy with a Bronx accent uh-huh. weasley rat man and then <laughs> well, they kind, of toed on two, a stick. they kind of have two weasley rat men because
1: there's a little Watto guy and then there's the one that's like the pig guy there's several Yeah, that's men. true.
2: That's true. Just with Toad on a Stick, there's one moment in the first episode where Skeletor's like, not Skeletor, <laughs> we're sorry. Lord Doom's like, uh, listen here, you incompetent, you, you know, amphibian. And then he, he like says something positive about the Toad on a Stick and the Toad on a Stick just makes this noise. Oh. <sighs> it was so funny. He was loving it. Yeah, he right. was loving the price. Oh my God. I was just going to say at what point because Ace Lightning also gets like a a motley crew of allies which I noticed in I I might I don't know what it happens in season 1 he gets I think her name is Sparks. Yeah, that's so he right. He gets like a spunky female equivalent and then there's a robot man who I think they call Random who flips from good to evil yeah, occasionally. Yeah, it's
1: something like it's it's two words though it's like random generator or something like that. Yeah. Um I think Kilobyte was originally on aces side and then he swapped sides i also oh. i think we both watched like the first few episodes and then i watched the finale of the show and like an episode yeah. in the middle of season two the thing about the show is that it sort of just like plods along at like a snail's pace so, like you're watching it and you're like yeah things are happening so slowly i'm gonna skip ahead and then you skip ahead and it's like whoa what's happening <laughs> like now everything happened when i whoa. wasn't looking i blinked and now they're fucking 40 years old <laughs> these 12 year olds are now <laughs> <Yeah>. adult men <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, it's, that jump from season
1: one to two is crazy. For his friend especially.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Chuck, the champion. Chuck, by far and away, my favorite character in the entire show. <laughs> Chuck, he's bullied. Everybody is very cruel to him, but he just bounces back again and again and again. So good. I think it's in the first episode, the love interest, Samantha, comes to the table that Chuck and Mark are sitting at, and she's like, Hey, come to p- get pizza with us later. And Chuck's like, Great, I like pizza and she's like, Not you And he's like, Not guy okay. <laughs> Yeah.
1: He's not yeah. heard about it's, it. it. It's really funny how like our lead characters are constantly being an asshole to this guy too. They're like, Fuck you, dude. Like I know you're my only friend, <laughs> yeah, but fuck are. you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, at the end of season of, of, of the first episode, where Mark's like, "Wow, I'm in America and I have no friends except maybe Ace Lightning." I was like, "What about Chuck?"
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Samantha who like wants to hang out with him. I mean, the thing about Mark, the main character of the show, is that his defining character trait is that he hates everybody around him. Like (laughs) he loves reading Ace comics. He loves reading, like playing the Ace Lightning video game, but then Ace Lightning comes out of the video game and wants to be his best friend. He's like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to hang out with you. I got to be a normal kid. (laughs) Then he goes to school and some kid wants to be his friend and he's like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to be your friend. You're a nerd. (laughs) And then Samantha wants to be his friend and he's like, I don't like you either for some reason. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's uncl. My motives are unclear the entire time. I loved the scene where Mark gets on the bus and all of the kids. So like, he he's like, "Oh, where will I sit?" Right. And all of the kids put their bags. Yeah, and it's like stop sitting there except Chuck. But I loved that the kids that were like, "Don't sit next to me," weren't cool looking kids. No, like, one it of was like
1: picking her nose. It was like
2: the yeah he's like oh and i don't want you to sit next to me i was like that's great oh my god right. and then chuck being like yeah whatever well sit down. let's have a good time so so something that i noticed especially from the first episode is that a lot of this yeah.
1: is like lifted from spider-man like specifically sam raimi's oh, spider-man yeah. there's like that scene is a direct parallel to a scene that happened in spider-man one year earlier where like he gets on the bus really? and literally it's the same thing of like the nerdy girl like puts her bag down next to her and then the guy eating a donut he's got like jelly all over his shirt he's like no i'm not sitting next to you peter (laughs) and then also there's a scene later on where like his dad is trying to come into his room and ace is in there and he's like uh i'm changing Uh, i'm not dressed dad and it's like didn't this this literally happen in (laughs) spider-man a lot of this happened in spider-man
2: I think that's intentional because I gave the Wikipedia for this. I tried. I went on IMDb first and tried to find trivia of which there is none. no. And then I went on Wikipedia and I was like do, re- researching the production. And apparently Mark is based on Peter Parker. Like, intentionally. <laughs> okay. They were like, we'll make him Peter. So they they basically were Peter Parker, <laughs> and they just lifted scenes out of Spider-Man. Right. Wow. That's so
1: funny. This is really good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Mark is wild. Like, the whole thing is, like, he's like a British kid moving to America, so it's like, okay, this is a BBC production. It seems like everybody's Canadian. They're all, like into grassy yeah. and goosebumps and shit so it's probably shot in canada <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's he is weird because like he looks like frankie munez sounds and acts like draco malfoy <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like all of the most like snivelly little precocious assholes from 2002
2: they could think to mix together <laughs> in a big pot and get mark <laughs> I know, it's so funny that they're like, and he will be our protagonist. That this guy that in any other situation would be, yeah, like a Malfoy type. No, 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 no. He'll be our main character. Yeah. He's so annoyed by everything happening to him. And like, you know, look, not to blow so much smoke up Chuck's asshole, but I love <laughs> when he's like, hey, that's I think that's the only time I've ever in my life used that very Australian expression. <laughs> um I love when. Chuck and Mark go to the carnival for the first time and Mark says to Chuck that he's playing the British version of Ace Lightning, like the video game currently, even though they aren't playing a video game, they're just at a carnival and Chuck just takes it on the chin. Like Chuck knows they're not playing a video game, but Chuck's like, this is what Mark wants to do. Okay, whatever. I'll put myself in danger. Who cares? Right? We're having fun. It's crazy. And then later on they meet and he's like, are we still playing the game? And they're at a carnival. And he's like, yeah, you just need to get food. And Chuck's like, okay, great. Whatever. <laughs>
1: That's all I do. He's like, I love food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that goes for like eight episodes. Like by like episode eight or nine, whichever one I skipped to, like he's still like, oh, the yeah. video game. Where uh, Somebody said that your character <laughs> came out of your video. Like, okay, you still think it's a video game. But it's like. This entire show is just everybody not noticing all the, like, Gleep Gloop and video game characters running around in the real world. Oh, yeah. It's like everybody should know about this immediately. Ace Lightning is flying outside the window of the middle school tapping on the glass to get Mark's attention and nobody else notices. Like,
2: yeah, okay, I guess. In the first episode where Ace smashes through Mark's window, <laughs> yes. and I was like, that's... That's got to come back, right? What? Like, is he just going to pretend that didn't happen and sleep in the freezing cold? Right. Somebody's got to notice. But I guess they they use their video game powers to fix it. Who knows?
1: No, they they don't really fix it because Ace just kind of like runs around causing chaos all the time. Like, he breaks through the window, blows up Mark's toy. He breaks the door in the house. And he never really fixes any of those things because the parents are always walking around like, why is this door broken? (laughs)
2: Yeah, so. absolutely so in the second episode uh he's outside at mark rearranging his mom's gnomes because she wants them rearranged and it's like oh my god mom let me right. go have fun with my friends
1: parents right always making us rearrange their wand gnomes
2: oh uh, what a club we've all been there um and then mark's dad runs over his mom's not uh not the gnomes the the flowers and they get into like quite an aggressive fight Chuck arrives, and Mark's like, hang on, like let's go hang out, but let me just do something first. Mark goes to his room, picks up the Ace Lightning comic, but like I couldn't help but think that that whole time Chuck was just watching mark's parents fight in the backyard doing nothing he's like standing there with a kind of like semi-interested look on his face and then he's like all right we go to the carnival like like well what an uncomfortable experience i'm I'm pretty sure that like
1: the second that mark left the scene chuck just pulls like a chocolate bar out of his pants and just like starts eating like that's his main modus operandi the second he's alone he's like
2: oh i guess i gotta eat Time to eat some cake. Yeah, that, that is the joke that they do for Chuck constantly. Although in the the uh, opening of season two, I didn't notice them doing it as much. I know he f- stood up to his bullies for a bit. That was kind of good. Uh, I like that his, one of his main, main traits is that he throws up a lot. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I know what you mean, though, as well, about like how are people not noticing. So like in episode two, where Samantha gets the little Watto rat guy uh, as a prize disguised as a rabbit. Right. That's a bomb. Yeah, a light bomb. But, like, no one says anything no. or notices anything. It's, it's, it's I, I I guess they just c- couldn't.
1: Yeah, and, and they launched it into the air. Like, the whole thing is that, like, Ace, like, flies it up in the air and drops it, and then it explodes, and everybody's like, oh, cool, fireworks! And it's like, well... <laughs> Wouldn't somebody know that there wasn't supposed to be fireworks here? Wouldn't somebody here at the carnival be, like, concerned? Yeah. I guess not, because the carnival is run by Lord Doom and his minions. Yeah. That actually makes sense. Okay, I'm wrong. The the show is right. The show is good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We what are, what are we doing trying to even question it? <laughs> but on that, I was really confused by who's working at the carnival, because there were people at stalls, and yes, one of them was Lady Illusion, but there were other stalls. Who was that? Does this well, does, does Ace Lightning understand how carnies work?
1: Well, if you'll remember in the first episode of the show, when Lord Doom and all of his minions show up to the carnival, the yeah. guy that runs the carnival, whose name I forgot, he's like a main character the entire series. He sticks around. He's just like this like hapless that's old Italian so man. Good. It's like he's like I don't need any more carnies.
2: I got <laughs> enough carnies. So like he has a fully stocked carnival already. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. I quite liked when he's like... He sees the Bone Man and Lady Illusion and he's like, I I got enough carnies. Get out of here. And... And... Th- just assumes they're people. Yeah. And then the pig man and the one, he's like, oh, now I understand what's <laughs> happening. But somehow still thinks that they're working for him. Yeah. Incredible.
1: The the villains in this show really are cruel on just like a psychological level to a lot of adults. Like <laughs> yeah, their whole thing is like true. gaslighting these people and, and causing them to be gaslit by society. Like they take this guy that runs the carnival hostage for like the entirety of the show they, like, abduct the science teacher at the school and then everybody thinks he's crazy and there's never any, like, resolution. Like, they still think he's crazy at the end of the show. <laughs> so it's like... It just, ugh. like, as
2: well as being evil, they're just arseholes yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's what it seems like. I don't really remember how, but in the finale of season one, does Lord Doom and Lady Illusion and all of that, or maybe not Lady Illusion, but go back into the video game? Because... That's what they seem to imply at the beginning of season two, that only Lady Illusion was left. Because the opening of season two was, I don't know if you saw it, I didn't, but it was no. crazy. I didn't
1: watch that one. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Shockingly, I haven't seen every episode of this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? So two dog catchers are trying to catch a dog, right? And they throw a net on it, and they're like, you're not getting away this time, you puppy genius or something. And then random generation or whatever turns up, and he's like, give me that dog. And they're like, whoa, oh, my God, what's happening? And I think random generation, the robot Ace Lightning is like, I eat cowards. And they're (laughs) like, take him. He's more of a coward. And then, then Ace Lightning comes down. The two dog catchers flee with the dog. And random generation is like, that dog is Lady Illusion. Uh. <laughs> random virus, by the way. His name is Random Virus. Random Virus! That makes sense. Uh, but I think the dog was Lady Illusion. I think he was right. And then I think they're like, we gotta put him back in the video game. Oh, something I love about this. What's that website that he goes on to talk to his friend in the UK? I don't Pete remember. Space. Right. <laughs> the- to talk to his friend pete they go on i don't know yeah i think it is though i don't know i don't think it's Pete's space but it's like Pete's site or something (laughs) there's a website that pete has made to talk to his friend mark pete Pete is such an
1: incredible character because pete's entire purpose like in the first episode the dad is there to be exposition he's like you didn't forget your first day of school right we just moved to america don't forget (laughs) and then in episode two like pete shows up immediately to be like wait a minute so the email you sent me didn't make any sense you're telling me that ace lightning and all of his villains came out of your video game and they're terrorizing your town also you went to a new school you made a new friend named chuck who throws up all the time and this girl is suspicious of you and also and it's like yeah. okay like i just
2: watched the first episode i remember yeah, chuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I was there Pete is in the First episode of season two And he too has gone through a frightening and terrible puberty He's just a man now It's crazy
1: <laughs> Well you have to wonder like Was there like a three year break between seasons Because like yeah, the lead never it ages feels like- Mark is still like a little kid in the end But all his friends are like yeah. They seem like they're like 20 years old It's crazy They're like welcome to our first day of high school you guys What are you Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think there's a a, a scene in the uh, first episode of season two as well where Ace Lightning looks at Mark and he's like, whoa, you've gotten a lot bigger. Did you get a power up? Okay. And Mark's like, I don't know if it's this. he either says, yes, it's called puberty right? or yes, it's called growing up. I can't remember which, but neither would surprise me. Hilarious. Yeah, that's a great joke. Oh, <laughs> it's so- one of the best.
1: Something that we really haven't addressed yet, because we've just been talking about these characters as if they were, like, okay to look at and not the most disgusting thing (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. Ace Lightning and all of his villains and all of his friends that aren't, like, the human characters in the show look fucking disgusting. They look really, truly wretched. (laughs) It's, like, such a common joke to be, like, you know, they all look like they came straight out of a PS2 game. But, like this show has a PS2 game and I looked at it and he looks (laughs) like, like exactly the same. He
2: literally does. A hundred percent. There's something wrong with Ace Lightning's waist. Like when he bends and moves, he looks like a big snake. (laughs) It's awful. At least Lord Doom or whatever is like made of bones. So it's not, it's not so weird, but Ace Lightning's just a guy, a, a hot guy, right. like I said. So seeing him move is just massively unpleasant. Even the, the pig's mouth makes me really sick to <laughs> yeah. look at and think about. Yeah, they're all really
1: disgusting,
2: and they look like they were made in like
1: 1996 when really the show was 2002, 2003. And it's like, well, I know yeah. that that doesn't sound like a lot of time, like six years, but six years as far as like CGI technology goes yeah. is a lot of time. <laughs>
2: I think there's a scene in the first episode where Lord Doom shakes the hand of the carnival owner.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. It's so disgusting.
2: It's really... Because I, I like, was physically revulsed by it. Uh, Like, the idea of touching that terrible... I think my human brain can't fathom what it would feel like. And when I saw that, I was like, they made the right choice
1: not having any of the CGI elements ever interact with a human being. Yeah, absolutely. The the people never get touched by the CGI creatures and vice versa.
2: Mm. In episode one, when Ace Lightning, he's come to life, and he's like, I gotta go, Mark, (laughs) and he flies away, and then Mark's like, come back, and he just freezes in the air... Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Is that a joke? Or is that like, that's the limits of their computer, their CGI? <laughs> I couldn't tell that he just freezes in the air and then like rotates on the spot and comes back. I don't know. It all just looks so bad. And
1: also the fact that we're watching it on YouTube, like on like a yeah. VHS recording that was then transported to digital, then to YouTube. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. wow, this looks. Really, but and somehow, like, it gets worse in season two. Like, it looks better at the start, and then by the end of season
2: two, you're like, oh no. <laughs> wow. I remember, and it's funny because as a kid, like, I remember it looking good. I don't, I don't remember noticing anything amiss. Like, I remember being like, oh, Lord bite. he's spooky, you know, but no, no. I, like, from the very moment they all come out of the video game, and there's like a montage shot of everybody's feet landing on the roof. Of Mark's house. Right. It it already looks bad. Why why do they come out of the video game?
1: Okay, so Mark gets to level seven in the game. Yeah. When he gets to level seven, he's like, Level seven? I've never heard of level seven. And it's like, what? You've never heard of level seven? It's not even like an area where he's like, Oh, I've never heard of like the abandoned carnival before. No, he's like, I've never heard of level seven. Okay, whatever, dude. Yeah. And at that very moment, there's a lightning crash on his family's receiver dish? yeah or something like that on the roof of the house and he and then that causes Ace and all of his friends to come out of the the like cable dish.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which is not where the where, I guess they couldn't come at have it coming out of a modem. It's not quite as exciting. <laughs> yeah. So there like you said, there is a PS2 game. Yeah. And you linked that to me and it looks like whatever. It's just like a like a platformer beat 'em up kind of yeah, deal. It looks like fun. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks like a like a good time. But the video game Mark's playing didn't look like a like it was just he walked into the carnival, then it seemed like there was instantly a cutscene, and then like I don't know where the gameplay was.
1: That's true. Like the the game game has like no cutscenes. Instead it's just like comic book panels with like words. Yeah. Like they couldn't actually animate all of the people <laughs> talking, even though that's like the main element that we see when we watch the show.
2: Yeah. But for some reason in the game they couldn't show that at all. What do you think the equivalent in our world there would be to Ace Lightning? Because everyone knows about it, right? But like, cause like even Samantha can recognize Ace Lightning on sight. I know her very cool boyfriend plays ace lightning but still that
1: guy is not cool he is in the entire show (laughs) the guy that you're talking about his name is like brent or something like that and he's like dating the female lead at the beginning of the show and then in the finale of the show he's also like dating the girl that mark hates and he's also like groveling at her feet constantly oh wow and then his his arc at the end of the episode at the end of the finale of the show is telling his girlfriend like hey fuck you stop being an asshole (laughs) (gasps) sorry i interrupted
2: you No, 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 no. I I wanted to talk about him as well. Yeah. I couldn't get his name either. Was it like Gred or something? It didn't sound like a real name. I'm glad that he at least has a little bit of an arc because I felt quite sorry for him in the first two episodes at least when like his girlfriend inexplicably instantly in love with the British guy. It's because he's British. It's because he has one thing that's different about him. He's British. Absolutely. He's got the accent. You know, I get it, but... Like, Mark jumps onto their carnival ride with them. Right. He tears off the guy's bunny rabbit head. Like, I get it. I'd be annoyed as well. He's showing quite a, a marked amount of restraint, really, in not getting angrier. I, I don't remember him in season two. I suspect he's not there at all. He, he is. He's in the finale of the show. Oh, That's wow. what I was saying.
1: He makes it to the entire end of the show, and then for his character, they're like, oh, you've been like a little snivelly, little doofus the entire show, so we'll give you, like two-minute scene where you tell your girlfriend to stop being mean to everybody
2: oh wow that's the finale i thought, I thought you meant that's the finale of season one that's they're like this is we've s- surmised this character yes we,
1: we realize that you the child actor who took this part two and a half years ago will never act again so we'll give you like an arc
2: <laughs> wow i wonder if any of the kids acted again
1: at yeah the, at the beginning I, I could look it up again, but whatever. The the kid that plays Chuck was in Degrassi for like 10 episodes. He plays like a douchebag. Oh, my bag. God. Yeah.
2: that's Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very familiar. Oh, my God. I've only seen like three episodes of Degrassi, but yeah, I reckon I've seen the ones with him in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the girl went on to do other stuff, too. Like, they all did, but they all have like 10 to 20 acting credits and none of them in the last five yeah. years. Yeah.
2: That's rough. But still, what a claim to fame to have been on Ace lately. Yeah. Let's you know, let, let's be honest. Uh, I thought so at the beginning of season two, um, the family get a live-in maid, and instantly Marcus is just creaming his jocks over her. Right. He, he just it's it's gross. There's like a, a weird scene where like he's like, oh, oh, we don't want a maid, dad. That's why we wasting money. And then <laughs> she is is hot, I guess, and he's like Oh, um, I was just saying how good it would be to have a maid. And then I think he says, if you ever need anything, and I mean anything, my door is always open in my bedroom. Mark is such a horny little creep. Like he's
1: always gross. He's like such like a nice guy the entire time. Mm. And at the end of episode two or maybe three, like the one where he saves the girl from the ferris wheel yeah he's like oh amanda's such a fucking bitch like i saved her life and she won't even fuck me and like (laughs) blah 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 she's like he's like she won't even talk to me she thinks i'm a weirdo because i saved her life and i'm just a nice guy and i'm like oh no Uh, this guy is gonna turn into an incel and his best friend chuck will lead him down that path absolutely (laughs) i'm concerned about both of them they're gonna make each other so much worse over the years
2: If anybody's going to be radicalized by the YouTube algorithm, it's Chuck and Mark. (laughs) It's coming for them, I'll tell you what. (gasps) Um, There are other villains introduced in season two. There's a zombie that comes from a mini golf course. (laughs) Um, There's a couple of other ones, but I forget who. I know because I was on the Wikipedia page as well, there were a whole bunch of other characters that they intended to include but never did. They had, I think, they were called the Carnival Ghoulies, who were going to be just like regular minions. I think she was like the Fairy Floss Queen, who was described as a punk biker chick, which sounds great. Sad we didn't get her. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of female representation really in <laughs> no. the X Lightning cast. Well, there,
1: there's always girls at his school but they're always girls that mark really has the hots for yes he's like true. oh this girl has a boyfriend and i want to be her boyfriend or like oh this maid i want to fuck or whatever it is <laughs> this cartoon character i want to fuck and then uh what's her name the the shape-shifting lady madam yeah yeah madam shape illusion
2: madam yeah. illusion that's
1: right um is just constantly being like jostled between all the men like i love her no i love her no i love her. and then like Never has any agency for herself, clearly, because she's a female cartoon character. I
2: I think at the beginning of season two, Madam Illusion is on like a rampage because Ace Lightning now has Sparks McGee or whatever girl Ace Lightning's name is. And so Madam Illusion's like Mondo Big Buck's jealous of her and... That is, like, her motivation for all of season two, which is just no good. That
1: goes until the end of the show because I watched the finale, and in the last episode, she, like, sacrifices herself for Ace, and then she's like, Ace, I never told you. I always loved you. And he's like, what? I had no idea. Uh, Well, thanks for killing yourself, I guess.
2: Wow. I don't know if Sparks McGee has any... Romantic intentions towards Ace Although I kind of remember Her pining after him similarly He is hot, I get it Like I said, you know If I had to fuck any early 2002 CGI (laughs) video game character It would be him or Crash Bandicoot Honestly (laughs) (laughs) Crash Bandicoot's mouth is so big
1: Gex, Gex for me (laughs) Or Blink's the time sweeper Oh yeah Oh yeah
2: What wow. No, no, wait. Not about blanks.
1: Oh, Abe from Munch's Odyssey, so hot. Mm, it's like that little yum. that little pot belly. Yeah. What wow. <laughs> tight mudakin ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ace Lightning disturbs me a lot. Like we've said yes. before, he's Likewise. he's boring, but he also seems to be constantly like grooming Mark to distrust his parents and only trust his computer friends. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's just something that I'm very hesitant to trust. Somebody that's like, oh, well, maybe you should sneak out tonight and help me fight crime. And Mark's like, I don't want to disobey my parents. And he's like, your parents are fucking chumps. You should go out and help me fight crime. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're a lightning knight or whatever he calls them. Yeah.
1: And the kid is constantly like, I don't want to be a lightning knight. I just want to like... Go to school and make friends. And he's like, You don't need friends. You have me, the only friend you'll ever need. You don't need your parents. And it's like, Ace, what are your intentions with this 13 year old boy? Like, this it's is not a very okay. unsettling.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, he gives him, like, the amulet straight off the bat. Yeah. He's like, this is my section of the amulet. You're a lightning knight. Don't lose it. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of put lot to put on a 12 or 13-year-old boy. Right, that's such
1: a funny scene because, because Mark is like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't really want to fight crime. And he's like, well, here, take this amulet. Now you can't get out of it. Also, you don't have any powers, and they're probably going to come try and kill you and your family for this amulet. So hide it good. And then he just flies off.
2: I'm putting so much responsibility in you, but I've yet to learn your name. (laughs) Although I laugh it's such a funny it shouldn't be as funny a joke as it is. But like when he called him Mario, I I was pissing myself. That's
1: so funny. It takes him so long to learn his name, and you're like, clearly you know his name, Ace. Like, why are you negging this 13-year-old and just like trying to bring his confidence down or something by not learning his name? Like, this is fucked up.
2: Because he gets it right. In the the second episode, when Marcus frees him from the bubble or whatever, he's like, thank you, Marcus. And Marcus is like, thank you. And then there's like a weird pause, and he's like, why? Why are you thanking (laughs) me? You finally got my name right. And he's like, oh, whatever, Mangus. And then he flies away. But you knew it. (laughs) It's
1: he, like, forgot strange. for five seconds that he was supposed to be a total <laughs> asshole. And then he's like, uh, I mean, uh, Ch- Ch- Chadley, uh, Chadman. Chadley, s- smell you
2: later, kid. <laughs> what about the bullies that are hassling Chuck? Let's, get, let's put them under the lens, you know? Yeah. They're interesting in that they keep talking about beating up Chuck, but I never see them do it there are
1: a lot of threats <laughs> yeah
2: but it never happens yeah they,
1: they kind of chase him like scooby-doo style <laughs> a <laughs> yeah. lot like chuck will like do something crazy and the guy will be like "Up, oh, chuck and chase after him but you're like you're never gonna <laughs> catch him like you're not you're like running slow so that you can just kind of be like haha this is this is what we do yeah this is how this is our relationship he runs i'm never we know it you know in the carnival one, the bully like gets inside of the the Ferris wheel with Chuck, and he's like, "When this ride is over, I'm gonna fucking pummel you." <laughs> and I'm like, "Why are you not doing it now?" But okay, whatever. Then they get to the end of the carnival, and like, Chuck throws up on him, and then five seconds later, we see Chuck like running away, and he doesn't have like a bloody nose or anything. He's literally sitting next to him in a fucking Ferris wheel, and he doesn't do anything to him.
2: Yeah, he could Chuck. There's no way Chuck could have feasibly got out he would have had to clamber awkwardly over the top of him and also when they like ended in the ferris wheel there was like too long a pause it wasn't like right get out you're meat. it was just like the pacing in this show is really off like it's and like i get it when it's like a cgi character no actually having said that i feel like the pacing is better with the cgi (laughs) characters well they are (laughs) I guess they're a child They're in control there. Well, yeah.
1: this show like puts so much pressure on all of these kids to do comedy, and it's like clearly these kids yeah, don't know yeah. what they're doing. Like even in the finale, they like go from like bad kid acting where like they're clearly not acting and don't know how to act to then in the finale they're all like 16 and they're like I am an actor. This is how I talk as an <laughs> actor. And you're like, "Oh no." This is <laughs> oh, way worse. So <laughs> oh, that's so bad.
2: Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, I, the like going for like his conversations with Ace Lightning and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's not too bad. Like it's just general kids show acting. Right. But then when he starts talking to Samantha, oh, oh my no. god. I oh another thing I loved is when Ace Lightning uh smashes through his window and scans Mark on Ace Lightning's little scanner, it just says geek with a question mark. That was great. That was so good. What are you wearing? These are my pajamas.
1: Yeah, he's he's already like Putting him in a subcategory and it's like <laughs> yeah. this motherfucker hasn't even been to school yet. Like, what the kids at school decide if he's a geek? Like, he's like thirteen years old. He's in middle school. He's he looks like Frankie Muniz. He's British. I'm pretty sure he's gonna do well. It's fine. Just let him figure it out.
2: <laughs> what an incredible show!
1: There is an amazing moment when Samantha talks to him for the first time. He's like carrying an Ace Lightning comic book in his hand. And they're, like, walking along to school, and she's like, oh, hey, Ace Lightning. And he's like, where, where? And she's like, your comic
2: <laughs> book, it's in your hand, idiot. Yeah, what are you saying? I also liked when he's like, oh, do you, do you play? And she's like, no, but my boyfriend does. It was just a great a great shutdown moment. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> she wants to get it in early. She's like, okay. Yeah. I get it. You're a little horny teenage boy. I'm, I'm yeah. not interested, even though maybe...
2: <laughs> Although, I did like the scene I think it's in the first one where They go to the carnival and Samantha's like oh, I gotta get to the carnival too Where Marcus is, and she gives a drink to a friend And then she rides off on her bike And her friend's yeah. like, what am I meant to do with this? That was great, that was some good kid acting That girl seemed genuinely Annoyed and I liked that <laughs> What am I meant to, what? Where are you going? What's happening? It's, I'm so, so happy That I got to revisit this show <laughs> the, And also Straight away, the soundtrack is incredible the the main theme forget about it i I hated that I was like this is like the <laughs> the like the
1: creator of the show recorded this in his garage he's like a dad who's like, oh yeah, I played a little bass in college here we go doom like and the lyrics are so on the nose too it's like we're oh, good yeah. guys and we're fighting crime oh no <laughs>
2: I liked in, I think it's in the first episode. There's like the montage of Mark at school and it keeps on like panning to him. I think the song's like, I'm an alien in a strange place. And there's like a shot of like America on a map. And then the camera pans over to Britain and you're like, I, I know, <laughs> Well, I know why he's upset. Well, that, that moment is beautifully
1: contrasted because I don't know if you remember, it immediately cuts from that shot, which I also just absolutely love. Just King shit. Yeah to Ace Lightning breaking into Mark's room and then just like sitting there at his computer like putting his hand on it like and lowering his head solemnly. Like I'm also an alien. I also can't go home. And it's like, wow, this is really on the nose.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot his longing look into the screen of an early 2002 PC. (laughs) Oh my God. This show is fucking wild. I just
1: kept on waiting while I was watching it for like, I I feel like Ace Lightning kind of needs to get Buzz lightyear a little bit. Like he needs to get knocked down a couple pegs where it's like, yeah, you're not in the video game anymore. Yes, you're like all powerful, but you are in the real world. So like maybe like get a job, like maybe an episode where like Ace Lightning (laughs) gets like a business suit and
2: goes and works at the bank a little bit would be kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think Ace Lightning is kind of, prime for not like a remake for kids, but like an adult swim style TV show right? with the same premise, but you know, taking it maybe a bit more seriously, you know, kind of like a, what was that show? It didn't look good, but it came out recently. That was like about like a cartoon barbarian, a He-Man type right. who had to fly home to look after his kid or something who was a real life human. Oh, child.
1: Oh, da- uh, oh, Oh fuck.
2: Uh, but, like, something like that, where they're like, oh, here's the realities of Ace Lightning living in the real world and what he's got to deal with. Right, right. It's also well, funny to imagine, like, like, we don't have Ace Lightnings anymore in the video game world. We used to with, like, our Duke Nukem's and our Earthworm Jim's. <laughs> right. But, like, now it's like, what, a a guy from COD coming out? Mario?
1: Right, right. or Or just like a a really sad indie game and you have like the main character from an indie (laughs) game coming out and just being like, yeah, I had to move back to my hometown and I don't want to get a job. My parents are telling me to get a job, but also maybe there's a murder mystery. (laughs) I'm a cat too. I'm also a cat.
2: (laughs) We're all cats. So, oh, I'm a cat. My best friend's a crocodile. This is video games. Do I need to do anything? No, no. (laughs) The show you were thinking of is son of Zorn. Yeah, it's it's it seemed like that kind of. It I I don't I thought I enjoyed it. I think I watched one episode, but but yeah, it's weird. I don't think you could do this kind of show anymore. But in that era, that was like an appealing idea. Do you remember the TV show Zack Files? I never watched Zack Files. No. Well, there was an episode that had basically the premise of Ace lightning, except it was like a tomb raider X-B and she was played by a human woman and she came out and married his dad or something but he knew that that was going to go poorly for some reason because she was tomb raider <laughs> right. but this, but what I mean- this sounds like a disney channel original movie like
1: <laughs> have you watched any of those recently i've been watching a lot of those on disney plus and holy shit there is some great disney channel original movies
2: <laughs> i really got it. i think Dusha was telling me to watch somebody failure timmy failure which is about a kid that starts a detective agency or something. Right. It's apparently incredible. I would say watch Poof Point. It's about these two scientist parents.
1: They have two kids, and they develop, like, a machine that'll make them age in reverse for some reason, because I guess they want to live forever. Right. But, like, they can't stop it from happening, so they're, like, slowly aging backwards. And by the end of the movie, it's just, like, these two, like adult actors in their late 40s just acting like three-year-olds and pooping their pants and stuff and you're like oh no and their parent their kids have to like help them go to the bathroom and i'm like this is really mortifying
2: (laughs) that's so intense yeah i will watch that maybe i'll have a marathon with some of the people here at the (laughs) studio and we'll watch as many disney channel original movies as we can the only disney channel original movie i ever saw because we never had the disney channel growing up was a, a a Movie about a kid who finds out that he's half leprechaun. Yes. Luck of the Irish, an incredible film. I love that one. Yeah. All I remember about that is that in the end, he wins like some Celtic games where he has to do like a log toss. Uh But I think a log toss is a Scottish thing. I mean, I guess. Look, how much research went into Luck of the Irish? You know what? That's on me for questioning. It.
1: Well, you you should watch it again because he does compete in all of the Irish games and stuff like that. But then he beats the bad guy at that, and the bad guy's like, "Oh, well, actually, I cheated." And he's like, "Okay, then you have to play me at like my high school basketball game." So like, the, <laughs> <laughs> the ba- its either high school or middle That's school. But, like the the bad guy, this adult man, has to like go like fight a bunch <laughs> of. 13 year olds and it's like wow this is stupid but i love it
2: oh that's so good it's a good time. that's so good
1: ace lightning is incredible it it ends on a cliffhanger like the last episode is like kilobytes still being like i'll come back and i'll get you ace and you're like how were you gonna pick this up all these actors are like 20 (laughs) now you were really gonna be like oh the college years (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes, Ace Lightning, the is, please This is fucked up I, I think if we were ever going to get a future Like if we lived in the timeline Where they needed to continue the Ace Lightning story We would get Ace Lightning, the new generation Or the next generation, like Degrassi Where a whole bunch of new kids Maybe with an updated Ace Lightning video game For the right. PS3
1: right they they should not reboot Ace Lightning. Um, the show's kind of terrible, and we have, like, 40 episodes. Like, you can watch as many as you want. There's no that's way that true. it would even be watchable if they did it again. So, honestly, it's all on YouTube. Go check it out.
2: Absolutely. It's great to have a show where you're like, don't reboot it. Let this die. Yeah. And that's Ace Lightning.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that it was enough of a cultural touchstone for anybody to want to touch it in 2020. They're like, it's done. It's in the past. Bury it. We don't yeah. need this Ace Lightning
2: is, I think, the perpetual, oh, yeah, that show. That's where it exists in everyone's mind.
1: Well, I mean, everybody that watched it, I definitely never saw this as a kid. Like, you brought it up on yeah. our um, on our reboot, The Next Generation. What was that show called? Regen or whatever it was called? I think, uh,
2: whatever, whatever it was, yeah. Oh, The
1: Guardian Code.
2: That show was a fucking oh, that's r- Of
1: course. <laughs> I liked The Guardian Code more than I liked this, for sure.
2: Oh, uh, me too. Absolutely. I am not going to go and rewatch any more Ace Lightning. Maybe ever again in my life. The Guardian Code, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that one's up
1: in the air. Who can say? <laughs> well, thank you, Jackson, for joining me this week on the podcast. Anytime. At a blast. Yeah. Where can people find you online?
2: Uh, if, if you want to seek me out, uh, I'm on Twitter at All Dogs Are Dead. And I think I'm on Instagram at Hams Forever. My Instagram is just pictures of me looking cute. That's, that's, if you want that content, that's the only place. That's, that's all I do there. Um, but I'm also on a whole bunch of podcasts. If you head to sanspantsradio.com and you click on any of the podcasts on the front page, there's a very good chance I'll be on one of them. Hell Take yeah. a gamble.
1: You can find me on Twitter at StopTweetingMia. Thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant. And I'm here if you need to talk.
2: Hey, Mark. It's Pete. Your last email didn't make any sense. You said something about Ace Lightning and a gang of bad guys escaped from your video game. Now they're running around causing trouble. I don't know how to tell you this, mate, but Ace
0: Lightning, he isn't real.
2: Believe me, Pete, Ace Lightning is for real.